There's not one guy, one person in the history of this program that's bigger than the program. What's better than this? Guys being dudes. Ooh, what's up? Welcome into the program roundup. I'm Patrick Hertzberger. With me today is Ryan Tyson, Matt Gann, and Mark Hall. And we are brought to you by our friends at the FanStop. Guys, go to thefanstop.com. They are absolutely awesome. If you want a t-shirt of your favorite collegiate school sent to your door every single month, join their shirt of the month club and use our promo code PGUIZ, that's PGUYS, for 15% off your first three months. Or if you want a game day polo, use our code PGUIZ, or they have other merch now too. Go use our code uh, and have a great time with awesome, awesome merch. Guys, the, the NCAA college football season is over. With Michigan crowned the champions against Washington last night, Matt called it. What are your initial thoughts? Matt, we'll start with you because you, you called the game. I did. If we could take the clip from last week's pod and we just enter it right now and we just went back, I was spot on. I said this wasn't going to be a close game, and I'll give credit where credit is due. Washington kept it close when they scored that last touchdown before the half. But Michigan absolutely dominated this team on both sides of the ball, especially in the trenches up front. And I figured that Michigan could get pressure, which they did. Michael Penix was under a lot of pressure, didn't feel comfortable in the pocket. The way he was throwing it just didn't look the same as he was throwing it in the Texas game. That was due to the pressure that Michigan was able to bring. But you saw Michigan, what they wanted to do, Big Ten football play in the trenches, run the run the football. I know they ran over, I think, 200 yards. So this is what I called. Michigan was clearly the better team. Uh, Washington had a, a great season, but Michigan was definitely the better team in this game, and, and they proved to be all year round. So congrats to the Michigan Wolverine. There's still a bunch of cheaters, but uh, congrats to them for winning. I want to point out what the point that you make about the physicality of Michigan is the right one. That that's the main difference between the two teams uh, at the way they played out last night, because all game long, you're right. They didn't even have to be in Phoenix's face for him to act like a quarterback under pressure. Right. Or similar with the, the receivers, we saw very uncharacteristic drops we saw very uncharacteristic just misplays against a defender or misruns of a route. And I truly think it's just Michigan came out, punched him in the mouth early. And even though they were able to sort of weather the blows, especially on defense, give Washington's defense credit for standing in there in the middle of that game before it got away from them. There's a long stretch where it's 17 to 10 and you don't know what's going to happen. Right. But ultimately, I think the physicality of Michigan's defense, along with that offensive line that we knew was going to be all that, uh, it, it just was too much. I think I probably made my prediction a little bit as a prisoner of the moment. And that's something I need to work on. So good on you, Matt, for really seeing through uh, the smoke last week. Ryan, what are your thoughts on Michigan's 34 to 13 win over Washington? Yeah. I mean, I agree with everything that both. Mark and you know Gan said I I think I'm going to take a different approach to it because you know content um I thought Penix was terrible last night I I thought he was bad like I understand the pressure 
I understand that Michigan's physicality brought something different to the playing field, and I I want to give them credit where it's due. But the the dude that we saw against Texas, who is also a physical team and a large team, maybe not as much as Michigan, but the gap between what we saw last night versus what we saw against Texas was much larger than the gap of the physicality between Texas and Michigan, in my opinion. I I think that something he just, I don't know if he was in his head. I don't know if all those things that Mark talked about, about the physicality, I'm sure uh, impacted this, but he was missing wide open throws. He was like overthrowing people. He was underthrowing people. He was, he was dodging, you know, pressure in weird ways that he wasn't doing against Texas. He, for somebody who we looked at in that Texas game and said, this is the best player in the entire like league, like what he's showing right now, he should have won the Heisman. And then to go out there in your sixth year, I think he's the sixth year and you're in the biggest game of your life. And you honestly, you, you lay an egg. Not great. Like, it's just not great. Like, I think that, Michigan or Washington had a chance, especially with um, what Matt said at, at like the end of the first half, they stop them on fourth down. I thought Washington's defense played great all game. Um, they stop them on fourth down. They score. They go in the halftime. They're going to get the ball back in like the first or second play. He throws an interception and it just it just cratered from there. And I mean, they still had chances. They still had chances. And then he throws another pick that turns into basically a pick six, right? And then it really crumbles. It's just so unlike the pinnacks that we saw against Texas and the pinnacks that we've been seeing all year. And I think all credit to Michigan, all credit to Michigan, but he should have played better and he should have been better. And I think people were expecting him to be better. So those are my thoughts. Yeah, I think that that's, you know, you could, like you flipped it, we can also flip it, you know, sure. what did Texas do that made Penix look so good that Michigan was able to have the exact opposite effect, yeah. right? Really shut him down. Uh, yeah. Patrick, you haven't told us too much of your thoughts on the game. As a fellow Husky rooter last night, how are you feeling? was absolutely going for the Huskies last night. The game, to me, felt closer than the score of 34 to 13 but at the same time Washington was never really in it and at See, I disagree they were like at halftime they at were at halftime you're right that's what I yeah exactly what I'm saying at halftime I think everyone was a bit optimistic that they could come back into this game except until like he threw the interception on that first maybe the second play what was most surprising to me is that Michael Penix had been in these crucial situations throughout the season with Washington State, with Oregon, and he came back and he won those games. So I really felt after halftime he was going to get his head in the game and go out there and, and 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 not dominate, but play much better than his performance in the first half, and it just never happened. And that was ultimately the Achilles heel. Credit to Michigan on the pressure that they did provide. Their defense played great. It was a suffocating defense. Um, really fun defense to watch. But ultimately, that Michigan team wasn't better than the the teams who have won the college football playoffs in the past. Maybe one of the worst teams who have won 
the college football Ooh. playoffs in the past. Spicy. Yeah, definitely. In my opinion, like it, there's not much on that offense. In my, there's not much going on the offense there. Uh, fun question here: so, If it was Michigan yeah, versus Georgia, Georgia win. Georgia. <laughs> Everyone's like Georgia. <laughs> Georgia's well, and let's just. I was gonna make it my make them my LVP for that reason, Georgia. <laughs> but let's just talk about it now, right? Aren't they? feeling the worst about how the Probably. playoff all played out because yeah. you watch all four of the er, lost all four of the teams in the first game and or first set of games and no one really looks dominant and then last night you have this this very long stretch where it takes Penix handing the ball to them for Michigan to really get things going JJ McCarthy went 10 of 18. I'm so tired of J.J. McCarthy, great quarterback. What are we doing here? What are we doing here? He is 140 yards. He's yeah, he's Brock Purdy with a, a PR guy. Yeah, for that offense, I am so. Hey, they won. I can't take that away from them. They went undefeated. Uh, their head coach was suspended for six games for cheating, but they went undefeated, and. Props to them. They're going to get that trophy for at least some number of years. Well, you don't know, but... Yeah, if you would have told people at the beginning of before the game that J.J. McCarthy was only going to throw or complete 10 passes for 140 yards, I think you would take that all day. They just couldn't stop him on the ground game, which I misspoke. I thought they only had a little over 200. They had over... They had 38 carries for 303. And Donovan Edwards came out of nowhere. He had six carries for 104, including two big touchdown runs. And obviously Blake Quorum, Blake Quorum does what Blake Quorum does and has 21 for 134 and another two tutties. So this is all about the ground game in the trenches, the offensive line, really having their way from Washington. But I think this has really been the story. J.J. McCarthy – or McCarty, sorry. Whatever you want to call him, Matt. Yeah, game manager. Why did you do that? Makes throws when he needs to. It's amazing. But the run game is what's been Michigan's bread and butter and playing defense. So it proved it. But I think I just think at the beginning, the committee got it wrong. They left out Georgia, who's clearly one of the best four teams. I don't think Washington or even Texas should have been in at that point. Maybe Washington, but definitely uh, Georgia over Texas, however you want to do it. But it's all going to be solved next year when there's 12 teams and they're going to all have to duke it out. And all these teams and Georgia's just going to win every year. Potentially. We'll see. If they're the best team. Yeah. Out they're of the, the best team. Yeah. That's right. I think, I think I saw this point made on Twitter a lot. Oh, here, you go ahead because my no, is a slight change. No, 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 no. Uh, well, okay. Um, I think the only other thing that I picked up, which I think is important, especially going into next year, is I think you could tell not just the physicality difference between these two teams, but the conditioning difference between these two teams. And what I mean by that is I felt like every single person who got hurt was on was Washington. And that might be partially because of, you know, like or the blue chip ratio and they just have better recruits in Michigan. They have bigger people. They have just more physical human beings than Washington does. And I think, you know, bad luck part of it is too, but like that's going to come into play when we add two games to these playoffs next year. True. So that's actually the point I'm getting into. You had two more games. Suddenly you can't sustain injuries the way that we've seen teams the last two weeks be sustaining injuries. Guys having to hobble off coming back on. You're going to get to a point where only certain teams (laughs) 
your Alabamas, your Georgias, your Michigans, your Ohio States, your Oklahomas are going to be able to make it that far because they're the only teams with enough depth to do it. I, it's just a really interesting point to me is it, we might even see like the cream rise to the top even more in a 12 game uh, 12 team playoff. Yeah, I mean they're they're gonna have to. I'm I'm interested. I don't know if they've released like the scheduling and stuff for it next year. I'm interested to see did, how they actually how they, yeah, they it starts like right before Christmas. Like the first round is like December 20th, and it's the following week, and then it's the following week. It's oh, a, so it's they're doing they're doing schedule. back to back to back. To I back. so yeah. And Sorry, the oh, final okay. is, but the final is like MLK Day. So I think that they do get one oh, wow. week at some point, possibly, which would make uh, sense. Okay. Yeah. All right. But, yeah. but the first the first round games are on and top four gets a bye. So yes. Okay. The All second right. round games, including those top four teams with buys, go directly to bowl game sites. Mm-hmm. So if you get a bye, you don't get a home game. Which, which is just weird. But you want the buy more than you probably want the but home you game. Want, you probably want the buy. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Rest. Again, it, it well, the rest and just not having to take as many hits. Yeah. Literally just, you know, avoiding hits. Mm-hmm. My last thing on this guy, I want to ask you guys with the cheating scandals, and obviously, we're probably going to learn more about it. Does this diminish what Jim Bar- Harbaugh has done over the last three seasons? Because you can argue Michigan's been the best team for the last three seasons. They're 40 and three with three college football appearances and obviously one national title game i mean that's quite the record and obviously bring a title to his alma mater but this i mean obviously what could come out later is that completely diminish in a race what jim harwell has done it's a pretty phenomenal feat i love how you're just like tossing this into the <laughs> conversation I, yeah. like a grenade it's a <laughs> it's a great question for me if you look at the last three years 100 absolutely diminishes it if you look at the last half of michigan's season I don't think it really diminishes it for me. The head coach was suspended. That does mean something like he's, he was on the sideline. They still beat Penn state. They still beat Ohio state. And then they went in and beat Alabama, who was, was the second best team in the playoffs this year. So like credit where credit's due from that side of things, but yeah, it's, I think it diminishes it to a certain extent, maybe not the back half of their season, but over the last three years, 100%. Water downfield, and they had to steal signs to get there. Absolutely, it diminishes it. Right? <laughs> Thoughts from me? You yeah. have to drop a take on this. <laughs> We're not avoiding things here. We're I going think, after the like, Wolverines. Yeah, it, it diminishes it, but at the same time, like I do not to Harbaugh himself, but I, I would the credit to the players this back half of the season, like Pat has been saying, who yeah. have like, basically pushed through all of this adversity and everything that has come their way the past couple months and still went out on that field, played really well and won a national championship. So I, I, I have a lot of thoughts on Harbaugh and how this all played out, but overall the most important thing is I think that the, the, the students went out there, the players went out there and they won a national championship. And I think that's great for them. So you have a lot of thoughts on Harbaugh and given his possible <laughs> NFL future, we may never get to them again, Ryan. So 
here's the time let's air it out i actually let's think i think it's absolutely ridiculous that we can suspend a head coach for six games and have evidence around cheating in the coaching department and somehow just be like okay whatever yeah. like I, I think it's ridiculous well and, i don't even know and i think it's absolutely more ridiculous that this dude is going to leave the ncaa next year wash his hands of it he got everything he wanted bounces i don't like it yeah so i don't like it i think it's sketchy and i think it's gross but Sleazy. the players good for them you know is yeah. an investigation going to happen? Because I can still see one. It's taking happening place. now. It's happening okay. right now. The, NC, yeah, the NCAA now is yeah. mid investigation, but it's like you can't tell a team that's under investigation. I mean, you could. That's under investigation. Hey, you don't get to be in the playoff yeah. because we think yeah. you might cheat. No. Right. We might be cheating. Well, they're right. not under investigation anymore. They know the answer. They're just going to come out with it next week so they didn't have to deal with it during this time. Well, I also bet like. Hey, they won, and do we really want to deal with it all? Let's uh, they'll, hush, they'll hush postpone this thing. it for a while. Yeah, they'll wait they'll until it, Harbaugh push it, push leaves. It. They'll wait till Harbaugh leaves. At that point, it's just like a slap on the wrist for him. Um, yeah. they'll they might who knows if they'll actually pull the championship, but really, they they pulled the championship. So funny. Oh my god, it'd be so funny. See them so, all tweet bet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. All right, guys. Well, let's do mvps of that game and then get out of here oh do you wanna did you wanna i think we're good but all right but before okay. mvps remember to go to thefanstop.com use our promo code pguiz for 15 percent off their share of the month club or 15 percent off their mm. game day polos really mm. cool stuff that you can get to your door every Order single six. month our promo code works for the first three months of their share of the month club so go ahead and use it MVPs, guys. You want to go, Pat? Sure, I'll go first. Connor Stallions, congratulations on your championship. <laughs> so good. I knew someone so was good. Say that. Yeah. You know he's going to get a ring. A news. A uh, news there, yeah, he's got a ring. Already. Oh, he's got one. He's get like donors get rings. Of course, he's getting a ring. <laughs> yeah. Also, good. what a dream to be a donor that gives enough that you get the ring. That's sick. I'll go next. I'm going to go Don Yee. Whether so, who who Jim Harbaugh just hired as his new agent. He's got tons of <laughs> NFL ties. Uh, in any event, whether he returns to Michigan for a fat raise or he goes to the NFL, Jim Harbaugh is going to make much more money than he does now. And Don Yee, for like a few weeks of work, is going to get, what, 4% of that tons of money? Good for Don Yee, man, my MVP. That's that's living good. Ryan? I love how none of us are actually talking about the game. So I will, uh, my, I will, do, I will do the okay, one about the game. I'm going to give... Oklahoma guys. Maybe Gann and I have the same one. I'm going to give mine the uh, Blake Corum yeah. uh, running back for the Wolverines. Yeah. Um, he has been historically injured in all of their playoffs before this two last two or was it just that last year i, I know remember. last year i don't he know was about. he was he was hurt last year and um he's been great all season and um i know that he like he got recognized for like doing a lot of charity work and everything like that i saw that he just seems like a really good dude and um you know 
good for him. Congratulations, man. Like you came back, you did it. You balled um, out. And, and now, yeah, and now you can now you can go to the NFL or if you, he's a little he's a little small, but if he, he gets saved to that, me financially <laughs> last night. So did he? shout out to Blake. Okay. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go not a player, but a coordinator. I'm going to go defensive coordinator Jesse Minter, who came up with pretty much two great game plans against a very good Alabama team the week before and a game plan to contain this high-power Washington offense to only 13 points the entire game. I mean, that's very difficult to do with two completely different style of quarterback with Jalen Milrow and Michael Penix Jr., so, got to give it up to defensive coordinator Jesse Minter for coming up with just some great defensive coordination on those games. That's my MVP. That was well, a great one, man. Yeah, that's a really good one. Mark, before we ha- wrap up, why don't you tell us a little bit more about our sponsors, thefanstop.com? Oh, my God. Yeah, absolutely. So, if you're listening to this podcast right now, you should go to thefanstop.com and Just check it out, right? If you're a Michigan fan, if you're a Washington fan, if you're just a fan of college football who stumbled upon this podcast, you're probably like us and need some more gear. So go check out thefanstop.com. All of it's officially licensed. You can sign up for their shirt of the month club where every single month delivered to your door, you're going to get a shirt, a long sleeve, a hoodie, and you can use our code PGUYS, that's P-G-U-Y-Z, Get 15% off of your first three months in that year-long subscription or 15% off of their one-off game day polos, quarter zip. I don't actually know if it works on the quarter zip, but try it for sure. Patrick's saying, yes, it does. So dynamite. And, uh, you know, check it out. Send it to friends and family. It's a great gift. Uh, My mom has it. She loves it. And I can attest personally to the fact that they look good. They feel good. Uh, you open it up, they smell good. So, yeah, go use our code, P-Guys, P-G-U-Y-Z. All right, then one more bold prediction for all of us. Who wins the national championship of college football next year? I'll go first. Oh, God. I'll go with Georgia. (laughs) Pat goes, give me a bold prediction. The classic answer. All right, Georgia. Sorry, I shouldn't have said bold, but I was about to say Ole Miss, but I'll go with Georgia. Uh, I'm gonna say Bama. Mm. I think Matt. the quarterback's gonna be. Oh, uh, are we not explaining our answers? No, just, you no, just get okay. one word. Bama. Uh, yeah, Georgia. <laughs> Georgia. Mark. Georgia. What are we doing? I mean, my real prediction is Georgia people, but like I that's not a bold prediction. Bama really isn't a bold prediction either. Yeah. Um, All right. We got we got three and a half Georgias and one kind of Alabama. <laughs> and that does it for the program roundup. Thank you for joining. Mark, you got anything else? No, no, that's okay. That's okay. All right. We'll Sounds get into good. it another time. Go to the fanstop.com, folks, and Ryan, take us out. Keep pushing it, baby. There's not one guy, one person in the history of this program that's bigger than the program. What's better than this? Guys being dudes.